You are about to listen to the first experimental season of our show, formerly called Not One Presents the Podcast. For better audio quality and our current ongoing D&D campaign, skip ahead to Season 2 featuring the Daft Monks. On this episode of Nat One Presents. You know, Jerry, he had one eye and a snaggle tooth and a two left feet and then a club hand. <laughs> Pigeon toed. <laughs> you know, Jerry, mousy hair, Definitely. big nose, look like a toucan. Adventure, heartwarming stories, role playing that could only be seen by the gods. Here at Nat One Presents, you get all that and more. Now join us as we start another epic tale of con. Just kidding. This is Nat One Presents, a tabletop role-playing game podcast that takes your favorite nerdy games and pop culture icons and ruins them with improv. Hello and welcome to Nat One Presents the podcast. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be doing a little bit different of roleplay rapids. We're going to break down into three different segments for you. But before we begin, I would like to do a couple shout-outs to our newest patrons on Patreon. That would be Marcus, hey bud, uh, Kimberly, and Megan. You guys rock. Uh, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, also, we wanted to read our first podcast review, so we we finally had one mm-hmm. on Apple Music uh, or Apple Podcasts. It only took weeks, <laughs> but we got one. Uh, you want to go ahead and read it? Yeah, just to show our appreciation, we will be reading this our very first review. And like I promised in the last episode, in the voice of Greta Thunberg, <laughs> uh, this review comes from me, 6A-53-278. And to show our appreciation, we will actually be using your username in a skit later on to show how much we appreciate it. But the review goes as this. I love listening to a podcast where you can hear that they are having fun while they are being funny. I very much enjoy this show, but not global climate change. How dare you? So thank you, me 68 We appreciate the review. Keep the reviews coming, ladies and gentlemen. All right. On that note, so again, today we're taking another stab at Roleplayer Rapids for those of you guys who have been listening. Um, they've not been great. Some skits are funny, some are not. We're really trying to, to fine-tune it, so we're hoping today might maybe we perfected the formula today. Right. It can't all just be Kool-Aid mans around here, you know? Like, as much as I want to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You break into here. How dare you? But um, for our first segment, we're going to be going back to some characters we're familiar with. It seems to be a fan favorite, the Belmont and Van Helsing. They're definitely some of our favorites, that's for sure. I love it. I don't think, you know, you weren't super into it at first. I pitched Trevor Belmont versus Van Helsing at at least three times before you're like, all right, fine, let's do it. And so, and it turned out to be kind of of a hit for us. One of my faves. So whatever, Nate, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut from time to time. (laughs) Whatever that is. <laughs> not like Greta here. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're thinking behind this one. Uh, Van Helsing, now down on his luck, is on the side of the road. And Belmont, now with the Van Helsing posse, is kind of like driving down the road and see him. Right? Yeah, yeah that sounds good. And then, as always, uh, we come up with like a premise, but everything here on out is very clearly unorganized, unscripted, and uh, just... Uh, Unchained. Very unscripted. If you think this is scripted, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Belmont. Belmont, my boy, is is that, is that you cruising by, Belmont? 
Posse, don't make eye contact. We don't, we don't deal with Posse's. You remember me, Posse. We used to hang out and have fun times together. Remember the succubus, Posse? Wait. Van Helsing, is that you? I knew you would remember me, Belmont, my boy. Wait, hold up the carriage. <laughs> it's got brakes. <laughs> I knew you would remember me, Belmont, my boy. How how has life been treating you? Van Helsing, what the hell happened? Has life been treating you? You look like shit. I, to be honest with you, I feel like shit. The only thing keeping me intact is my Van Helsing name. Everyone found out about how I send the letters to monsters. Apparently, the monsters have great paralegal team, and they kept all that as evidence against me. And now, the people have turned against me, and I've just fallen on hard times. Can't believe people found out about that. It's almost like Jeffrey was writing it. Jeffrey, were you writing everything down? That son of a bitch. But I'm past that now. I'm happy living my life free of money. And worldly things. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that used to be how I did it, too. It was trash. It was not a good life. But I'm so glad it suits you. That's how saying. Yes, it, it suits me well. You know, because anytime now, Dracula won't have dinner with me every Wednesday. And I have to go to his castle by foot. And did you know that he... Like transports his castle and it goes like three to four hundred miles away. Three to four hundred miles every time. And it takes me four weeks to get there on front of Belmont. I didn't know if you knew this nope. or not. You know, I believe I brought it up uh, that time we dueled. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Belmont, my boy. I wasn't listening again. I was staring at my reflection in this puddle in the street water. It seems that's all I have now to get time by time is just to stare at my own reflection at the man I used to be. And listen, I, if you want, I could maybe, you know, I see Dracula here and there. Maybe not every Wednesday, but uh, a Thursday, Saturday. How's, how's he doing? Does he talk about me? Oh, oh okay. No, no, it's like we, I don't know, we, we definitely talk about you. It's just, you know, it's been an ego challenge. It's just your topic best to be avoided sometimes. I understand that, Belmont, my boy. Um, by any chance, would you happen to have a gold piece I can borrow from you? Monster Slayer to Monster Slayer. Oh, oh, oh. Why did you get that corncob pipe? <laughs> uh, you know, there was, a, there was somebody who motivated me once. Uh, you know, he, uh, he carried it around with him, and uh, I found it in the wagon. That uh, sure looks like the Van Helsing family crest on that corncob pipe. No, I don't think so. Uh, oh my god like look at Van Helsing or Belmont looks in the puddle and like at first he sees Van Helsing but then it like it disrupts like it disrupts and then it shows him like what have I become Van Helsing I'm I'm you when you were a dick absolutely you're you're an absolute trash monster I recall oh my god using my own words against me what What we should trade places right now Belmont that's oh no that's not quite how it works this isn't this is this isn't trading spaces. Oh, uh, this is no. Uh, that's a silly idea. I don't know why I came. It was yeah. It was more of just like me looking inward. You know, like in a Disney movie when the princess looks, you know, in the puddle. Uh, oh yes, know, a little and, bit of self reflection. Yeah. Yes. When will my head reflection? Anyway, listen. Uh, mm, about that goal, like, I don't know if this will clear my conscience, but here, take two gold oh thank you very oh, much say thank you oh, oh sorry sorry thank thank you yes 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 and and for your kindness in return i have something in my breast pocket i'd like to give you belmont it's a, it's my boy. A punch, it? yes it's a it was gonna be a sucker punch here come here come sit 
Let me listen. I can at least give you a ride in the town. The the, the least I can. Here, take a seat up by me. I see you've upgraded the caravan. It's no longer a Latouts Latents carriage. It looks like it says the Belmont on the side of it. Looks very nice. Oh yeah, we got that. Uh, we got it detailed and everything, and uh, looks looks fantastic. You know, you weren't wrong. People, when you're a celebrity, they just give you whatever you want. Those were the days, my boy. But now, oh, I don't. But no, I'm not a standout like you. You know, like I'm not like you, right? Like we're different. Absolutely not. I've changed for the better. I met a 13 year old girl who told me all about climate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the speakers. Yes, she was a speaker of the people, she likes to say, and she told me about how cows produce gas and it tears apart the environment, and I was so startled by it as I was eating my T-bone steak dinner that I just couldn't think about anything else. And then I realized I wasn't eating a T-bone steak dinner because I ran out of money and I was actually eating my own shoe, also made of leather. Terrible thing, cows. Oh, well, what? That's a lot to unpack into my housing. I've actually turned trades. I no longer hunt monsters. I hunt cows. But it seems that people really don't have a need for a cow hunter. No, no, they don't, Van Helsing. Uh, listen, what if we... Uh, man, I am going to regret saying this, but what if we teamed up? Do you really mean it? Reluctantly, yes. Uh, but listen, you have to kind of earn your medal here, if you know what I mean. Uh, and he kind of like winks at you. Yes, yeah, just something in your eye, my boy. <laughs> no, I, I mean, ugh, all right, never mind. Listen, all right. Very well. Who's the target? Who are we slaying? Is it a cow? I've become quite proficient at slaying cows. No, uh, not not a cow. Um, you remember the werewolf? Yes, the one I thwarted. Yeah, well, uh, he's back, um, because you didn't thwart him. Yeah, it's just uh, like Backstreet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, he's back, he's ravaging, and we need to take him down. But listen, you know, every time I go to fight him, I just end up talking about myself, and then I end up stabbing other adventures. Like, God damn it, I'm talking even to you every day. There's a curse, I'm afraid. That's why you need to pay. Is it this pipe? Is it, what's in this? There's special medicinal herbs in there that keep down the inflammation from the present. Remember that time we talked about the succubus and wet present? <laughs> yes, yes, it'll calm down itself. You get used to it. It's called building up a tolerance. <laughs> take it back. Take, take it all back, Van Helsing. Like, this is your... This was never my life, you know? Like, I... I'm looking at my reflection, and not this time now, he's not looking in the puddle, he's actually just literally looking at you. Oh. Like, I'm looking at my reflection, I don't like what I see. So, let's do a team-up, but this is yours, your wagon, I mean, it has my name on it. And the posse's taken a liking to me, the ones that weren't killed in the battles. Um, yeah, some of your posse's gone, but... Don't, don't, who exactly is, is, is Jerry okay? He was one of my favorites. Which one was Jerry? You know, Jerry, he had one eye and a snaggle tooth and a two left feet and then a club hand. Pigeon toed. <laughs> you know, Jerry. Mousy hair. Definitely. Big nose. Looked like a toucan. You couldn't miss Jerry if your life depending. He had boils on his face. You know, Jerry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, we always walked around, you know, talking to plants and walls and stuff and is okay, catch Jerry Jerry's dead Van Helsing oh, oh no dead. not Jerry. somebody else try one of the other ones um let's see who else did I really enjoy Barnaby dead 
Not Barnaby. You know Barnaby. He had two hands that looked like cast iron. Yes, I got him baby hands. Baby iron. No, they were big hands. Big as, big as mountains, these hands. And he would massage my back and whisper things in my ear like, What's his name? Uh, Barnaby? Uh, uh, number three. Come over here. Barnaby, what has happened to you? Where did your hands go? You used to have such big, manly hands, Barnaby. Barnaby, look at me. Do you remember me? It's me, Van Helsing. It's okay, Barnaby. You can look at him. I won't beat you like I did the others. Oh, my God. It looks like Barnaby's eyes have been gouged out. It's just two empty <laughs> sockets peering into my soul. If these people are going to travel with you, they have to learn to work with you, all right? We do a dangerous job, and so disobedience and back rubs are not something that you can just throw around in the middle of an encounter. So listen, I've gave them some discipline, and I'm ready to give them back to you. They're going to be the best posse you've ever had. They're going to empower you to do good work so you don't end up on the street like you already were. Mm. Very well, Belmont, my boy. Now, when you say team up, like, what exactly are we talking about here in terms of finance and teaming up? Like, are you just going to leave and go back to living your Belmont lifestyle? I don't think I could ever do that. Like, this isn't me, but also I'm not going back to old me because that shit sucked as well. Yes, I could see that all over your face, clear as day, clear as Jerry's boils on his neck. You know, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> um, so we, I will treble with you. You can keep eighty percent, but you must. I get uh, rations. I get to keep equipment uh, and anything. Basically, not money. Any loot we find will be on me, and I will do the battle. But you must stay out of my way. Very well. I think I can accept that, my boy. No. After talking with one of the speakers, I think we should ditch the horses and just have the posse pull the cart. For greenhouse emissions, of course. You you are learning quickly. Miss Grenwood, what's her name? Uh, Vandenberg. Yeah, but it was like an uh, elvish name, I believe. <laughs> like uh, Von Sierkerschmerschmerberg. <laughs> it's elvish. I can't, I can't pronounce it. Yes, well, the witch would be very pleased with your choice. <laughs> and honestly, I don't want to fight her. Me either. She is terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, all right, listen, let's go into town and let's try to track down that werewolf. Uh, this is, uh, this this town, very, very rough and rough and tumble kind of place, if you know what I mean. Ooh, yes, I believe it's, uh, first, um, I kind of need to take a bath because I have been soiling myself for weeks on the side oh, of the street. I had thought that was the cows. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, yes, uh, okay, well, we'll all right, we'll, we'll visit a bathhouse, and then, uh, yes, we'll we'll do that, and, and then we'll figure out our arrangements from there. Very well, I'm so happy to be back in your good graces, Belmont, my boy. It's been such a long time. You, you had a big part on Van Helsing, um, and I don't know if it's good. It's definitely not good down in my nethered regions, but listen, um... We could make this work. There's a future for both of us, and I don't need dinners with Dracula. I don't need a posse. I just, I need your friendship, Van Helsing. Your something about your disgusting, filthy, like toxic friendship really completes me. Do you want to do a eighty style jump in the air high five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna say we we're going to. All right. We'll skip to like we go into town. And uh, as we pull up, you see this, like, 
um, this creature. It's not human. It's like feminine, um, and it looks kind of like a, a succubus. But usually they're like they're young and they're healthy. Mm-hmm. And this one looks like he has been through some shit. I mean, he ravaged of some sort. Okay, okay. Um, so we're just going through and be like, okay, so the bathhouse is. Ew, look at that. Oh God, God. Belmont, my boy, she looks awfully familiar. Like I have ravaged her through time at some point. But and, and excuse me, excuse me, beast, creature, beast, monster. Uh, yes. Uh, do do you know this man right here? This 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 hero of time. I suck in my gun, puff out my chest. Ah, uh, you said him. It's how dare you? Oh my god. <laughs> Belmont, we need to get out of here immediately. I know this succubus, and I, oh, I've done some terrible things to her. We need to leave before she sucks the life force out of you. I'm pretty sure we can handle. Look, look at her. But I'm saying she looks she's withered away. You sat on a bitch. You know what you gave me. <laughs> of course, I know what I gave you. Everybody has it. It's called the present. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't actually know what the oh it, what was that the yes Belmont my boy you got it from sitting on my personal toilet there's a reason I have a personal toilet <laughs> everyone gets the present <laughs> you son of a bitch I was a hot looking piece of ass back in the day do you know what it's like to be a harpy who can just have sex all the time kill have sex repeat it's a pretty fucking good job Van say it was at least, but nobody wants to have sex with this now. And she like flashes something and everybody's like, oh, God, get out of here. Like, I can't even go to Dracula's court. I can't go. The beasts don't even want to look at me. I have to sit here in the streets making dream catchers like uh, like some kind of like retired queen. It's ridiculous. Uh, yes, I see. Um, ooh, Actually, my life hasn't been going good at, at e- either, you know? <laughs> And and uh, Miss Succubus, the way my life has been going, it would be an honor if you would let me murder you and regain my honor as a monster slayer. I mean, look at you. You have nothing else to live for. You're all saggy and gross. I do hate my life, but listen, I'm not ready to just give it up whatever kind of life this is. You weren't saying that weeks ago when you were giving it up to everybody. You knew? <laughs> Wait, what, what? Are we talking about your clam or your life? You son of a bitch. Listen, I heard you became a vampire. Give me that immortal life and I will do it. It was merely a title. I can give you the paperwork, but I sold it to a goblin fellow who promised me new pair of shoes. And as you can see by my boots, the, my toes are sticking out through them. And he did not, in fact, give me the new pair of boots. So are you, are you not a vampire, Van Helsing? No, I am a terrible human being who is now poor, and then Belmont here was kind enough to ruin my life, and then grant me access back to my life again, and I'm trying to pick myself up. So you here, demanding alimony for the years you have had some kind of venereal disease, is absurd, and I refuse to pay you a dime of the money I no longer have. You are the absolute worst. All right, listen... Uh, I live above the uh, the Dreamcatcher shop because it's the only place that will actually would. live there. You said it, shut the hell up. And uh, you are the absolute worst, Van Helsing. Like, Van Helsing, you are pretty terrible. Uh, let's go. And yeah, I think I think maybe you're right. Maybe the greatest act of mercy would be putting her down. She's like, I'm right here, Belmont. 
like, like when you look back i'm already like <laughs> <laughs> so uh and we're gonna yeah be like all right well we'll go get some food uh, we'll go get some food uh ben Hussing, and then uh, we'll go meet her at uh at the sunky missus lair no nothing dangerous right she can't in her not current state she can't harm us no never my boy and uh before and though i might want to give her another good ravaging before oh you uh, you dirty dog. It's a hard knock life living on the streets, but my, you wouldn't believe what I've done for a sandwich. I'm seriously right, fucking next to you guys. I can hear you. Not now, woman. The men are talking, okay? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say, uh, she goes back out. We go and, like, get dinner. You get a bath. Um, and oh, thank God. We go to meet. We, yeah, but Mary Belmont really needed it. And then we go up to, uh, we knock on our door. Uh, and it's like, yeah, come in. It's unlocked. Okay, wretched harpy, prepare for battle as me and my main man, Belmont, here are going to decapitate you and put it on a spit and show it through the town and then I regain my honor. You know, you know, Van Helsing, I, I feel like this is really harsh, you know, I, I, this was the plan and it's a good plan, but, you know, it's, your heart's in the right place, but the best place, <laughs> but, but the rest just seems so wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Maybe this pathetic creature, I'm still here, is, is maybe not the route to get your glory back. Maybe we tackle the werewolf, the real monster ravaging the town. You're, you're absolutely right, Belmont, my boy, but first, can't we just kill her anyways? I kind of want to cut her open and, like a tauntaun and slide inside and wear like a, a harpy suit, you know, and then walk around town like that. Because honestly, after living on the streets, I've gone a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, Van Helsing. I'm going to go downstairs. You have 20 minutes. That's all the time I need, Belmont, my boy. I'll see you downstairs. That's only sharpening a knife. <laughs> all right, so Belmont exits the scene and, uh, and just the harpy uh, is like, so this is how it's gonna be, huh? Yes, Belmont, my boy, has left, and it's just you and me now, wretched woman. Now, you have two choices. Prepare to dance the dance of the tango, like we used to do in our prime. Or I shall murder you viciously and wear your suit around like some kind of businessman going to Wall Street. Which shall it be? You know, I've thought about you every day since since that time and it's not just because you gave me a venereal disease but i think there's something special about you that has thing the most special thing <coughs> oh that's okay. that's all i had to say there's <laughs> yeah i'm, sp- I'm special quicker <laughs> yeah no uh you're an idiot but you're lovable and your bod moves in a way that most male men shouldn't it's like you dislocated some of your your limbs um, but you're still fluffy. It's all, it's just odd to me. It's not, it's not human. It's, it's magic. It's been described to me as a Ziploc bag filled with grape jelly. Especially with all my veins protruding through my paper thin skin. And I don't get out and tan a lot anymore. So it's rather disturbing. And I'm glad you find it so attractive. Sometimes I shift my body weight from side to side because I get these weird sores, just like Jerry used to. Succubus, you remember Jerry? He was there videotaping the- as he won the hook for the hands. No, he had the two left feet and he was pigeon-toed and he had the boils on his neck and he had the nose the size of a t- Ah, uh, Jerry, yeah, I carried him off more than once. I knew you would, you wretched harpy. All right, let's do this dance. Give me one more night to, to feel like a pretty harpy again you got it and for this i will learn the spanish word that i learned on the streets and we need to take this despacito 
I don't know what that means. Come close to me. Me either. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, she's going to like put her hands on, I don't know, just whatever. Imagine like a slow dance on a high school. <laughs> like, or we actually Spanish dancing. Like, dun, 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 dun. no, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. No. I just imagine like a high school prom and they're just like looking at each other's eyes and like, I've lived a long time in Helsing. How, how long have you lived, my dear? Many lifetimes, but there's. There's only been one man who, uh, you know, most times I sleep with a guy, I steal their youth, and I keep going, but I slept with you and you stole my heart. Well, I'm glad you didn't rip into my chest and steal mine. <laughs> I didn't really need to. I got three. That is oddly disgusting, but did you know after the enormous amount of cows I have murdered that they have multiple stomachs inside their body? It's the craziest thing. Did you say craziest thing? The craziest thing I believe. Okay. All right. Well, you wouldn't believe it as I'm dancing with her heart. She puts her like brinkly hooked claw finger on your lips and it's like, no more talking. Just, just dance and do what you're about to do. Very well, my dear. I did. I know it's hard to tell from my ginormous belly that I have acquired living on the streets, but I, uh, my mast is at full attention. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of like a medieval like uh like is, uh, is that a crossbow in your pocket or are you happy to see no it's a trebuchet and my balls flop around like crazy and they swing and go to and fro you know just like the old ziplock baggie with the grape jelly should i close your eyes okay my eyes are closed just for one last time Second punch. No! And with that, it's like a really weak punch. You can't even feel it. Well, and she just like falls on you and like the rest of her body withers up and she just like is like, Belmont, get back in here. The one woman I truly ever loved, kind of, for multiple times on separate occasions throughout years and not really any kind of other communication. I loved her and she died. Belmont, get in here. Then, then, Hissing, what the hell happened? You said you were going to kill her and give her a mercy kill. She's literally laying on your body and you're sobbing in tears with a boner. I look up at you, like, dead, straight eyes look at you. And I'm like, I told you, my boy, I was the best monster hunter ever. I told you she'd die eventually. (laughs) End scene. (laughs) All right, awesome. So, man, what do you like so much about, for like, these characters, I really love Belmont. I love Van Helsing. What, what, do, what do you think the like most lovable about? Them? It's just the ones like so serious and the other so over the top. But like yeah. wants to be treated serious, you know. I think like that's the fact. And then I love doing that voice for him. Try that, my boy. Um, yeah, I you always see. I, I mean, obviously the viewers can tell that. Like, I forget to do the Trevor Belmont voice, and then I like midway like start to do it again. But like sometimes I'm getting confused between like like <laughs> and I was like, oh, I really like that. And like from the get go, I, I was the one who suggested the concept, and I really dig that they both are like vampire. They're both specifically Dracula. Yes, and to me that's just funny. Like they're like yeah, you know that whole I, I joke like they're the same. Excuse me, they're the same person. Um, that's comical to me, and said, so, but like, I, we're now we're trying to like build like a relationship and just like a, a friendship, and I think that's interesting. I think it could be like a series of adventures, like 
Oh, there they are again, Belmont yeah. and Van Helsing. Right now, it does seem to be a, a pretty popular uh, episode on our podcast, but uh, I think yeah, audience will be seeing a lot more of this, um, and I hope you guys really enjoy. And if you have any shenanigans you'd like to see uh, Van Helsing and Belmont get into, then please just let us know, you know, with comments, you know, sharing. I'll read them out loud, and I'll do my Greta voice. <laughs> and if you don't write us anything, how dare you? Oh. All right, so next up we got a we got a brand new new characters new skit. Um I call this the Mandalorian. So, right? Um Mandalorian has pretty been pretty hot now for about a year or so. Um we just got through season 2 and for me I thought it would be funny to bring in an outsider. Like so we have another this won't be the actual title characters from the show, but we have another Mandalorian who will remain unnamed. Yep. And then he has this like partner that he picked up? Are we going to cover that in the role play? Or are we just going to pre-establish? That? No, I think let's pre-establish. Yeah. As I want to know, is she also a Mandalorian? Like, is she from the same order that always has the helmet on? Because like the way the character you described her, she always has her helmet on. That's fucking hilarious. All right, yeah. So then, so Miranda in the Mandalorian is just like imagine this like valley girl who's always on her phone. So it's like literally like not wearing armor except the like the best girl helmet so it's like best girl helmet in pink and then like a girl on her phone all the time and so she's miranda and then she just refers to the the other mandalorian as mandy um and then she's just not helpful and so we I, that's just, uh, i don't know if it'll be funny but this is kind of the scene so you know we're gonna we're gonna jump in and and some crazy space antics and see how it goes um and i think also this is where we'll get to uh Introduce ME6853278. Thanks again for the review. Um, You're our best fan right now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna add you in this this episode. So uh again, if this sucks, we're sorry. We are just winging this roleplay rapids as yep. usual. Um but hopefully it'll be a good time. Okay, let's do this. I'm Mandy. You're Mandy. I am Mandy. So describe uh the the mission that was given to Mandy right before the start of this episode. Okay, we're on Tatooine because everything takes place on fucking Tatooine. Apparently. Moisture. And Somebody has stolen, like, my big, let's say my jetpack. They stole my jetpack. And now we're hunkered down, like, behind some rocks. And then now it's our job to, like, infiltrate the sand people's base of operations, their little village or whatever, and get my jetpack back without causing too much of a scene. Okay. All right. So we're just going to start. So, Mendy, it's so hot here. I can't take great photos with this light. It's just it, it bleaches out the photos too much. Miranda, quiet down. The sand people might hear you. Sorry, Mandy. It's okay. Now, what we need to do is try to gain access to the sand people's tent. That one over there on the left. Can you see it? We don't. You're looking at your phone. No, oh, Mandy. I just like, sometimes it's better to Google questions than try to do it. Well, what showed up? Uh, how to get in a guy's tent. Um, it's referring to someone's pants. No, that's, yeah, it's not going to work at all. So... What we need to do is I took a thermal imaging scan of the entire operation, and there was about seven to eight sand people over there on the ridge. Can you see them? Ooh, ooh, let me see. So, oh, ooh. It is hot in Tatooine. What are you looking at? Sand people are not attractive. <laughs> that is uh, subjective. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I guess you're right. Uh, I totally got somebody back home. Palpy calls me all the time, and he's a real big fan of mine. Oh, my God. How do we get teamed up again? 
well, nobody wanted me at the academy, mm-hmm. but you broke uh, the golden rule of the Mandalorian. Yes. And so their punishment, instead of taking your armor and uh, banishing you from the, the the cult, is to have to train me as your, uh, like your kind of like your Mandalorian Padawan. That was rhetorical, but okay, thank you. Now, um, let's see. You who over here, we need X210. No, get down, Miranda. Oh my God. Are we going to have to kill him? Did anybody notice? I look up. Is anybody there? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to like dial on my phone. Like, hey, hey, could you like do like a satellite image and see if there's anybody out? In- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, there's three enemies. Um, They literally can hear us. Oh, okay. Hi. Every- everything we said? Thanks, Becky. Yeah, hi. Oh. Yeah. Who is Becky? Becky? Uh, Becky with the global comm? You know what? I don't want to know. Now. We need to get my jetpack. Wait, did you get rainbow unicorn stickers on your jetpack? I didn't get them, Mandy. I ordered them and I put them online and then I, I put them and I stuck them in my thing. Because just because we're Mandalorian doesn't mean we're soulless. We're not Borelarians. That's okay. Forget that now. Let's hunker down and let's sneak quietly. Ooh, Mandy, what's this doing? She pushes a button in your jetpack. <laughs> right? Not your jetpack, but your, uh, your, your like my wristband or something. It was like, bah, 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 bah. apparently someone hit a nat 20. <laughs> God damn it, Miranda. Oh, Mandy, they got me. Stop. Oh, no, I have to stop them. No, no, my followers. They totally caught me not with wearing makeup. <laughs> they got me. Damn it, Miranda. You can't distract me like that. I'm focused on the mission right now. I need to get back right behind you. What? Where? <laughs> behind you? The direction behind you. It's not hard. Is there anyone behind me? No. Oh. It said behind you. Because you always have me behind you telling you what to do. Ran, I don't know if this is going to work out anymore. I think next time I leave you at the cantina and I know that they play the same song over and over again for 12 hours straight. That's true, but I always get free drinks when I flirt with the droid. I don't even know like how it works. Like Really, it shouldn't make sense, but it does. That bartender droid? Are you talking about ME68-53-278? Yeah, he is so into me. So oh dreamy, too. Yes. That's besides the point. But He needs to stop giving you drinks. He makes a Tauntaun martini that will blow your mind. Oh, is it that cool one that comes in a fleshy sack and then you have to cut it open and that's, you slurp up? No, it's the one that's like mixed with blue milk and it numbs your mouth. And then you get like, ah, oh, I kind of gag a little bit, which, you know, can be helpful. We are, we're getting beside the point here. I need to get the jetpack. You are distracting me. What is that in your hand? Oh, this, uh, this is my selfie stick. And I like hold up the it's stick going like, above oh, the rod. <laughs> smile, smile, Mandy. Can't really like R two's mirror. Like, <laughs> damn it, Miranda. How many times? <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's get out of here. Do you have the keys for the speeder? Uh, no, Mandy. You said you were gonna have the keys to the speeder. I specifically gave you the keys for the speeder. Uh, as you say that, someone drives off in our speeder. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, that wasn't even paid off. I, just, I mean, it was on my card, my parents' card. I was picturing him like holding his head like in his helmet. Like, God damn it, what did I do? Okay, new plan. Run. <laughs> she's just like kind of like, but she's just like really like basically walking. Like, Mandy, no, they're going to get me. Yes, I hope they do <laughs> run faster. <laughs> 
she like trips but then she like hits like a button because she still has her chip and, yeah and the missile like goes up loops around and then like hits the guys and then like go, i don't know just like hits a bunch of people and like then like circles around gets like the net like the tent the top of the tent and like drags the tent open mm-hmm. so now the tent is just like an open space okay like mandy look your jet back oh my god you are so lucky you know that all right let's get it and get out of here i have an appointment to make what do you have an appointment for honestly i uh, i told you to write it down in the calendar because you always have that device i did write it on the calendar see and then i hold up like social media and it says exactly at what time you're gonna be at a place and then there's like a comment from like your arch enemy who's your arch enemy oh i don't know who do you think um i'm just thinking of Okay, uh, Grand Moff Jerry. Moff Didion. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a comment under your post of Moff Didion. I'm like, I'll oh, see you there. <laughs> see, Mandy, I'm a great assistant. No, you told him about us, and now he knows exactly where we're going to meet. Well, he said he wanted to get in his Darksaber, and he, you know how I feel about that. You're always hankering for that dark saber, Miranda. You need to cut that out. That's not the, that, that is not the way. Hello? Hey, Palpy. Hey. No, I'll be there. I'll be there, Palpy. Are you talking to the emperor himself? I don't know. He's just some old man who gives me money. He built me a Death Star, whatever that is. He did not build that for you. He built it. Yes, he did. Twice. Here, look. And I show a picture of like, it's like me at like the ribbon cutting ceremony. It's got a big bow on it's it. Too, and Sabby Sweet 16. <laughs> like a bow around the entire steak station. Pappy <laughs> and I go way, 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 way back. Then how did you get stuck being a Mandalorian bounty hunter? Well, I don't know. Like, I was at this like daycare because I thought I was pregnant, but it was actually just indigestion. Mm-hmm. And then there was this baby and then something about 69 and then a bunch of people started dying. I was like, oh, baby. And so I picked it up, this little like green flop frock thing. And then I like smuggled it out. And mm-hmm. then I don't know, like then I lost track. Like things got weird. I got sent to this other planet and then I just kind of left him with a bunch of other bounty hunters. And then now I'm here in Tatooine, you know, just trying to live my best life. That that's a lot. How do you keep track of all of that? Oh, uh, I don't. Oh, uh, honestly, I literally forgot until you just brought it up. <laughs> wow, that is a whoa! Look out! Get down! It's a crate uh, dragon. Oh, <laughs> we need to get out of here, stat. Okay, uh, why don't we? Did you grab your jetpack? Yes, I have my jetpack. Let me just, just have finish. It. No. See, you need me, Mandy. Well, you need me. Do you have any extra? Give me a canister of fuel. Yeah, and I pull out a flask. And I hand it to you. Here you go, Mandy. I filled it right before we left. Awesome. Thank you. Is this going to, how far is this going to get me? Um, well, it's not going to get very far because it's vodka, but it will get you a little sucker. God damn it, Miranda. Oh, okay. take this call. Hey, Beth. I just start walking. Yeah, no, there's definitely a giant sand monster crawling to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like long. Like, no, no, not like Han, like. Like Lando. Yeah. God, she never shuts up. Where's the ship? Boop, boop. <laughs> beep, beep. I know I parked it over here somewhere. Miranda, why don't you help me find the ship? Immediately when you like hit that button, like the stair comes on because it's on like full blast. Like, California girls, it's unforgettable. And now like the entire like village is like coming out and just like. Oh, no, there's no people. Mandy, I just. Can we get like serious radio or, you know, something? We can't afford it because you ruin every single mission we go on i cannot afford satellite radio right now we get the npr 
and local. The National Republic Radio? Yes. And that is it. NPRR. <laughs> R. <laughs> listen. All right, listen. You know, I know you didn't pick me, Mandy. And I didn't pick you. But I think we're kind of cute together, okay? And you don't even know what we look like together. We always have helmets on. This is the way. Oh, no. When you sleep, I take it off and I kiss your face. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to see what I look like under my mask. Yes, I am. It says, this is the day. Every day you say, this is the day. No, this is the way. The way to what? If you weren't on your (laughs) global phone. Clicking the buttons. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your space phone. (laughs) Nonstop. This, This wouldn't be an issue. And we might actually make some money doing these bounties instead of alerting everyone. Poppy sent us a gift card for NPRR <laughs> and for Sirius Radio, for Darth, Darth Sirius Radio. I'm not getting it installed. You can get it installed at the next port. Where's the next port? Most Eisley? We can stop there. All right. Let's go there. <laughs> really? It's the same song. Every time I told you. Uh, yes. ME68-53-278. Uh, Miranda would like her favorite drink again. <laughs> because she heard the nice thing she said about you where you said you love listening to a certain podcast where you can hear that they're having fun while they're being funny. And, I, and you very much enjoyed the show. And we appreciate that. We remember. It just goes all right. It doesn't even ask you for your drink order. Oh, you're the best, ME68-53-278. <laughs> so all right mandy let's play a game i'm gonna point to an alien and you tell me how hot he is or she, or she. wait do we have to play this we need to be focusing on the next mission right now what is the next mission the mission i thought the mission was coming here hold on let me get one of these pucks and then i pour like one of the bounty hunter pucks and like show like admiral akbar like no i don't want to kill him fucking another puck comes up luke skywalker no, Fuck no. we don't want to kill him he's cute um, for a guy see. with one hand and then another one comes up, like it's a it's a baby Chewbacca. <laughs> it's a baby, <laughs> baby Chewbacca. Oh my! A baby Wookiee. He is so cute. Like, what he looks super cute in my um my my breakfast nook on the ship, like stuffed. No, like you know, living. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we need to get the bounty on him. He's worth fifty thousand credits. That is a lot of credits, Mando. Yeah. So we need to focus. Thank you. We need to focus. Miranda, focus. Miranda. Miranda. I am. Listen. All right. Okay. All right. I said, hey, guys, there's a bounty. Can anyone tell me where to find the $50,000 baby Chewbacca? Okay. Thank you. He's on the planet Kashyyyk. We need to set course to there. And he's very specific. He has a white stripe going down his back. And it needs to be him. And like last time we did one of these abduction missions, you just stole the first baby you came across and it wasn't the right baby. They don't look human, Mandy. You know, like they just all look at you and they drool and some of them have like tentacles and it's just weird. It's weird, Mandy. I know it's weird, but then you started making out with some other girl you met named Ginger. Like you took off your helmet and were just making out with her at the bar. And that is not going to help our cause here. Okay. Don't make out with any of the Wookiees. Hey, Ginger. I just wave like... Actually, 
she knows exactly the coordinates to whatever planet that baby Chewbacca is. It's Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Do you know how to get to Kashyyyk? No, I don't currently know how to get to Kashyyyk. Ginger, come here, come here. <laughs> and they like sit together like, no, no, you're cute. No, I'm cute. Okay. All right. No, I'm cute too. Say, uh, Manny doesn't know how to get to Kashyyyk and he would like you to give him the coordinates. Please. Please, Ginger. Uh, yeah. Your boyfriend's a total loser, by the way. But I'm yeah, not her boyfriend. Uh, that's not what she says. Have you looked at social media? Look at all these pictures of you. And it happens I don't, to be like, because your helmet's always on, they can't see your expression. So she's just always like next to you. And like, it just looks like you're there. I'm picturing her like drawing in Sharpie, like different expressions on my <laughs> smiley face, like raised eyebrows, like I'm a shot. You're a pretty cute couple. You don't have to be embarrassed about it, hon. I don't use social media. And I didn't even know this when she sleeps. I'm going to have to lock my space pod. Okay. Now, can you please get us directions to Kashyyyk? Yeah, here's the coordinates. I'll write it down for you. Uh, ME6853278, you got a pad, paper? No? Okay, just give me a chip. Uh, thanks. And stop looking at my girl, all right? She's not into you. <laughs> oh, so she raised it down. She's like, but listen, Moff Diddleon, he's uh, he's coming. Yeah, Moff Diddley. hot for you. <laughs> I hear he's on his way, and... uh I would not be surprised if he boards your ship on your way to, uh, to Kashyyyk. Mm, this is troubling news. We're going to have to fly in low space and take it easy for a little bit. We're going to have to lay low, Miranda. You have all the supplies you need to lay low for a couple of days. Palpy, I'm on my way to Kashyyyk. Can you let all everybody know not to bother us? God mm-hmm. damn it, Miranda. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, thank you. Also, Ben Momi, 300 credits. Thank you, bye. You can't be constantly... <laughs> like i have like notification it's like 500 credits on like a picture he always gives you extra than what you ask and you need to stop relying on him this is part of your training we need to teach you to be a proper mandalorian and have some self-respect and are you making out with ginger right now this is come on you know you like him mandy this is disgusting i'm gonna be at the ship i have the coordinates thank you ginger and especially thank you me68-53-278 you are the best droid high guy I could be looking for. Okay, so we go to the ship. We're gonna we're gonna take off. Oh yeah, we gotta take off. Answer the corner. Pilot. Are you the pilot? Yes, I'm the pilot. I don't okay. trust you to pilot. You don't even keep your eyes on the space road. Mindy, it's called autopilot. Does it, it means it automatically no, goes it where you want it? Doesn't work like that, Miranda. I, I, just sit back and do whatever you do. Take your selfies. Yes, it does. Watch this. And I push a button and it shoots like a laser down and like hits the like the the like the sand dragon. The great dragon. Yeah, as we like lift off the and like, kills him. Yeah. Like whatever. Oh, and there's a creep pearl in there we can make lightsabers out of. But nope, we need to get to Kashi. Okay. Hyperdrive. No wait, we're laying low because uh low Grand Moff Diddly on easy. And I'm like like pouring water on me, like isn't this cool? It's like a wet t-shirt contest, but in space. I'm really trying to fight it, but like underneath, like my foot is like tapping with the music. <laughs> yeah. He's so into me, guys. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's funny. He's not funny. Miranda, who are you even talking to right now? It's just me and you in the cab of this ship. No, I'm I believe phone. Oh, I swear to God, I'm going to freeze you in carbonite. Now. Kinky. <laughs> no, go take a nap and I will give us the cashy. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I can't be able to look at you. I'm okay. sorry. Like, okay. Yeah, she goes and she takes a nap. She's like, if you get tired, the ship can fly itself. Hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like, you can kind of push some buttons, but what if a giant space monster comes flying out with tentacles and stuff, and there's a rock band on there, and they're singing, I believe in a thing called love, and then... I'll take care of you, Mandy. 
You promise, Miranda? Yes. All right, I'll go take a nap then. Okay. I go lay down. Uh, so you go to sleep and uh, I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of everything. You take a nap. You've okay. earned it. Uh, and then you start to like the, like you hear like, and like you hear like the, the it's shaking, the ship's shaking, oh my God. bumping. And uh, you just have emergency noises and you wake up. Oh my God, Miranda, what's going on? <laughs> no, Palpy. No. Okay. But just for a minute, and I like looked up and like flash like on my phone. I'm like showing Palpy in my booth. Disgusting. Why, why are your feet on the dash? I have told you about the dash. And what's with the alarms? What's going on? I don't know. I literally just hit the autopilot button. And then all of a sudden, we entered like what looked like a black hole or whatever. And now I don't know where the hell we are. I told you it doesn't work like that. Move over. Give me the controls. I like when a man takes charge. All right, what are the... Oh, you're disgusting. Go talk to Palpy. Uh, where are we? Computer, where are we? You are in the region of uh, Veracular, uh, not close even remotely to Vishak. Computer, did Ginger give proper coordinates? Mm, er, uh, no, this is our coupon for uh, uh, <laughs> many petty at uh, Fantasy Can I be... <laughs> Sam, we've just been flying in circles. <laughs> Somebody could have had our bounty by now. Hold on. Let me use my space phone and I'm going to call down. Uh, I call down to the cantina. <laughs> ME6853278. Can you please email me coordinates to Kashyyyk, please? I should have asked you originally. I don't know why I trusted that whore, Ginger. It's okay. I'm sorry. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Thank you, Emmy. Six eight five three two seven eight. You're the best. Me. Seriously though, you're the best. You're the best. <laughs> uh, okay, but, so we get the coordinates and uh, we see the planet in sight. We're starting to like flock in and like start to lower when this giant like imperial like looking thing like starts to descend and like uses a tractor beam to like pull us. Oh, shit. shit, Miranda, buckle down, Mindy. Who do you think this is? I don't know. It could be Poppy or whatever you Kapalpy. Oh, oh no! Actually, it's it's Didion. Um, I told me to be here, and he said to meet us at seven. You told him where we're gonna be. Yeah. Why? You know I want the dark saber. It doesn't work like that. You're gonna have to battle him to the death for it, and I can't help you. <laughs> Foreplay. Disgusting. Why am I teamed with you? There's got to be a way out of this. I'm gonna be like, nope. <laughs> and I go to the escape pod with my jetpack. I'm just gonna jump out and <laughs> like. Start flying somewhere. <laughs> you go. It's like it's title HR, and then you get it. And it just fucking jettisons you. <laughs> and then uh, we'll just call that NC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was the Mandalorian. Uh, if you liked it, let us know. If you hated us, hated it, <laughs> let us know. Um, Either or, whichever you prefer. We'll see if Baby Chewbacca makes it into the next episode, and that we don't get a lawsuit. Wow, I am just... That's fine. Maybe I'll learn a Wookiee voice by then, or I'll just go all out and buy the mask. <laughs> just wear the mask the whole episode. Like, I do think we need to add some local Mandalorian, like, oh, voice. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty like fun. That. that would probably make it, I think. All right, we got one more new segment, and hopefully it goes better than the last one. <laughs> I know, that last one was rough. The Van Helsing thing's always solid, though. Always solid. You can't go wrong with a succubus dying of venereal disease. Um, all right. So this last one was inspired by Nate the other day. He told me a funny story, which reminded me of the Antique Roadshow. Mm -hmm. And we thought, what if people 
what if people brought in a bunch of like relics from fantasy worlds or even just like relics from our world that maybe just aren't actually as valuable as maybe they think they are right that would be so do you want to be the appraiser or would you like to be the person bringing the item i think um i'd like to be the appraiser <laughs> on this one okay okay uh, all right, so I I have written down like six uh, an assortment of like six items. So uh, I'll just kind of jump in. We'll play some different to play it out and, and see how it goes. All right, sounds good to me. <clears throat> Sir, do you know what you have in your possession here? Uh, well, it's hard to tell because it is completely invisible. Um, mm-hmm. but I believe it is a cloak worn by none other than the one and only Harry Potter, famous aura. Amos R, an annoying, whiny, uh, popular kid in school. Yes. Um, I'm going to dissect this a little bit here and break this down to you. Um, looking at this, this thread by thread, you can see that this is visible on the one side. But when you turn around and I do that shit he did in the movie where he puts it on his head. And he's like, oh, I'm just a floating head. Oh, wow. I never actually turned it around. So I, I literally have just been holding this invisible sack of cloth and, and knew nothing about well, it. Well, yes, yes, yes. That seems to be the first mistake. Now, how do you think that you acquired this from a Mr. Harry Potter? Well, uh, as I said, we went to school together. He was really popular, really annoying. Um, but when we graduated, uh, we set up a five-year reunion. I went. He wore it because, of course, he had to show up everybody with old tricks. Fascinating. Um, but then he got drunk um, with Hermione on some other shit, and I just took it from his bag. I just took his jacket, and it took his little cloak, and I booked it out of there. It's like the only thing great that came out of the five-year Hogwarts reunion. So you admit you stole this? Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, from what I hear, it's like on a Was it? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry. Okay. Continue the um, story. Well, it's, uh, I, I hear this is one of the legendary Deathly Hollows of three. And really, they just get stolen. They get passed from person to person. So who really owns anything? You know? Well, considering a Mr. H. Potter is still alive and the Deathly Hollow was in his possession and he did slay Lord Voldemort, you know, like. Oh, God. We got a, what do we call those? A Potterhead. Come on, he saved the world, and you have to admit, and now I am holding his invisibility cloak, like, I got, like, tears running down my cheek and shit, like, what is it worth? And not to you, but in general, I just want to sell this thing and be able to pay oh, my work. Let's take a look at it here, an invisibility cloak that helped one H. Potter defeat one L. Voldemort. Oh, excuse me, he who must not be named. Um... Actually, a Deathly Hollow goes back to the creation of magic itself. So, a lot. That's uh, I'm going to say about... Honey, we're going to be rich. $3.50. What the... Because it's, it used to be Harry Potter. No one's going to want to buy this thing. Unless it's some kind of black market deal. No one's going to buy it. It's Harry Potter. They're going to want to give it back to him. He's yeah. probably going to travel here right now after that Code 57 I just gave. And they're going to track you down. No, come on. Listen, it's, I fell in tough times. You know, I was the star player at fucking at Hogwarts on the Quidditch team until he came. And then I wasn't popular. I wasn't smart. And I'm honest, I didn't want to marry this chick, but she, you know, like, here she is. So, ooh, yeah, Bethilda Bagshot, gross. (laughs) This is, man, it's got to be worth more than three, right? All right, I'll tell you, what is is it worth to you? The best I can do for you right now is I'm going to give you 50 galleons. And we don't tell anybody this happened. Yeah, security, you want to cancel it? And I'll take this off your hands, okay? And it'll be hush-hush. And we'll even do an unbreakable vow if you want. Like, with I want it, I'm, like, holding out my hand. Like, you ready? You ready for this? Can you do 55? Can I really nickel and diamond me here? Yeah, we'll do 55 galleons. 
All right. Okay. It's real more three. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I would never lie to you. All right. Yeah. All right. Dude, he does the whoops out in the lawn, and you have to do the whole cross out. <laughs> And uh, that concludes this episode of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was all on camera. Oh shit! I think I just lost my job. No oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, up next on Antiques Roadshow, we uncover something that smells like trash. <laughs> Is that the cloak or the next item? <laughs> it's the next item. Next item. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Hey, I have something um great, great about you. That uh, very few people have in possession, mostly because they don't want it anymore. Oh, yes. Uh, do you mind if I take a look at it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect you know exactly what this is. Well, the outside of the box is decayed a little bit and smells oddly like pastrami and hot garbage. There seems to be some kind of extraterrestrial written on this. And, ooh, this is an old box. What's this say? Atari? Atari. Yes, this is one of the original publications of the Atari game E.T. Extraterrestrial. Have you heard of it? Oh, I threw up and tried to out of it. She said it. Oh, sorry. Give me a bucket. I think everybody's heard of that game. Ah, uh, well, let me tell you a little bit of history, Mr. Appraiser. I've done my research in this game is known uh, very majorly in the gaming industry to have actually tried to crash the Atari and the whole gaming uh, industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. It was so bad, people stopped investing. Companies for a brief period of time stopped investing in games. So clearly something of this value, something with this kind of impact, would be worth uh, maybe $100,000. Uh, I pull out my little like, inspector stick. I'm just like whacking it <laughs> a little bit. Just like, uh, careful, careful. Kind of poke pride. it and prod it a little bit. I blow it in the cartridge. Like, uh, the best I can do for you is um, get the fuck off of Antiques Roadshow. That's the <laughs> what best. Do you mean? No, this is garbage. Who is producer? Producer Bill. This is a historical treasure. No, producer, why are you bringing me to this shit? You're supposed to be finding me good shit, and this is back to back. Is this is this still recording? This is bullshit. No, yeah, it's recording, and now we gotta bleep your fucking ass out because we don't cuss on Antiques Roadshow because there's 90 year old women in fucking Wisconsin watching this. They shit. would buy this game. No, they would not. No one's gonna buy your trash. It's garbage. It's ET. Stop pushing me. Sorry, you just look so pushable with your belly full of jelly <laughs> and your bearded <laughs> neck. <laughs> No one's buying this thing. So I'm sorry, but you're going to have to leave Antiques Roadshow. I'll take it somewhere else. There is only 60,000 copies of these sitting in a dumpster. Yeah, exactly. Go take it to the dumpster. Go talk to fucking some adventurer if you want. And fucking, he lives out by the trash can. And just give it to him. Just leave Antiques Roadshow. This is bullshit. On the bird. <laughs> You'll rue the day that you turn down. Nobody ET says extraterrestrial. Nobody says rue. Get the fuck out of here. I'm getting pissed, man. Like last time you showed me a fucking victorian era pocket watch it was awesome fucking worth millions of dollars and then you bring me this literal garbage producer bill stop this like find me some good shit what happened why why are you punishing me why are you punishing me like this this is gar it smells like garbage i ran out of rubber gloves before i came over here and i touched this fucking garbage this whole time like you're actually still like live on here and then this becomes like a viral <laughs> like revives the show you know fuck it fuck it i'm done i'm done Let's go on in the next one. What's the next one we have? You, sir, what do you have? Dickhead. Oh, my God. Uh, what do you have? 
that I can appraise. You seem pretty upset. No, I'm fucking fine. It better be fucking good. What does it have to appraise? So I lose my job. (laughs) You know, you know, he must not be named. Yes, we. I went over this on the first thing they tried to make me appraise. He, well, this there is only one of, and it is not in possession of uh, H. Potter. This is Voldemort's original notes. <laughs> you're, you're serious right now? Like his actual nose? Yeah, look at it. I like unwrap the cloth, and it's just like decayed, but still kind of like fleshy nose. See, many people don't know, but before he like kind of transmuted himself into like a snake man, he actually had a nose. Yes, yes, I'm familiar with the story itself, but how did you come to acquire his nose? It's human flesh. Are you even legally allowed to have this? Oh, absolutely not, but that's what makes it more valuable. Well, how did you get it? Don't don't worry about it. Oh my god, this is disgusting. Okay, this is a very nice nose. The best that anybody could offer you for this nose is a trip to the mental ward at the local insane asylum. Because no. you are walking. No, it is value. It no. is a- look at it. Look at it. And it puts it on his face. It's like, now I'm the Dark Lord. Fear me and give me lots of money. <laughs> um, no, you're going to have You don't know parcel tongues. I said, don't yes, know I do. Yes, I do. I'm Voldemort. I'm Voldemort now. I'm Voldemort. I dug this nose out of someone's grave, and now I'm Lord Voldemort. It's not even Voldemort's nose. (laughs) Death Eaters, come. Nobody's coming for you. Please, please. Producer Bill. Producer Bill. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, we're on to the next one. Producer Bill, we have three more left on my shift. Please tell me it's something that I can actually check on. Is, Is that the word? Jerry, listen. You have three items. We have to keep rolling. It's not a big deal. Just get through and you can call it a day after that. We'll, right. we'll promote you if you want to be part of the actual, like, not on-air appraisers. It's okay, fun. that would be awesome. I'm tired of doing this. You always have crazy people come up. Okay. It's just for the camera. Nobody watches the show anymore except these old ladies who just really are into Harry Potter erotica and <laughs> and, and grave robbing. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, let's go to the next one. What? A, okay, hello, sir. Um, here on Antiques Roadshow. We pride ourselves on being able to tell you the exact price for your item. What it's just weeping in front of you. Like, <laughs> what my seems l- to be the issue today? Oh, you know, bought my project once. You know, shame on me, but bought my project twice and still shame on me. Well, what happened exactly? What did you bring in? No, I'm getting tired of getting roped into these people's personal drama. Sir, you brought in an item to Antiques Roadshow so I can appraise it. It's a blueprint. Oh, oh, okay. Is it uh, an old blueprint, new blueprint, a blueprint of something special? Do you know how long it takes to build a space station that can also move and blow up planets? Ooh, now this is something to get worked up about. Uh, Space stations are all the rage right now, especially a a blueprint. Is it framed and Mm. signed or Uh, anything like that? I can sign it right here. I... I am the creator. Whoa, sir, you created this space station? Uh, and they just like confidently unrolls it, and then it's like it's the blueprints of the Death Star. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's only one of these in, uh, one in existence because the rebels kept stealing all the other ones. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, the first time it happened, you know, they blew it up, and I was like, wow, this is 17 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I went, I saw a therapist, and it got better. You know, he said, what could happen 
you know, that that was a fluke, uh, just a, a, a crazy accident. There's no way they could destroy a second Death Star. And they did. They did. Pretty much the exact same way as the first time. I uh, look at it. Look at it. I can see it. And I know that you're you're seeing therapy, and I know this is hard for you, but this blueprint is worth nothing. It it's worth everything to me. It blows and, up so easy. No, no. No, no. We're gonna go there. Look, if you look really closely at Brazer, you can see that nowhere were the did we ever install handrails. Not once. Not once did we put handrails anywhere. That anywhere. sounds like a terrible You just don't design. find that on space stations these days. You just don't find it. I know, because safety is kind of a big deal. And see, this This is the 17th floor. Do you know what happens if you go to any room on the 17th floor? What could happen? Literally just jettison in the space. Just oh. jet- it, I don't even know why. Like, there's no purpose on the 17th floor except to jettison people in the space. Okay, okay, okay. You, it's a very nice blueprint. It looks like you spent a lot of time on it, but it's just not the right fit for antique. Oh, it's not the right no oh no it looks this this thing is you know like it did womp rats another womp rat sized laser beam directly down the center shaft at a 90 degree angle into the core reactor that fit that fit real good yeah i heard that story it would have been like a some magical force that drove that thing into there to destroy doesn't even make sense it, how do they even turn the shields up how how does it you would need like wizard like acrobatic magic to even navigate this space station yeah but that still doesn't help here on antiques roadshow the show you are currently do you want it or not here i sign it okay it's worth five bucks best i can do right now. five dollars yeah because nobody wants hey, that hey uh hey guys uh can i buy my career back for five dollars no no ha 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 no i can't i'm gonna need more than that well it's a complete failure like no i'm gonna hold up a blaster and be like Listen. Oh, whoa, man. Whoa, Listen, dirt, dirt. I don't have a lot of options dirt, here. Dirt, dirt, dirt. I don't have a lot. Tell me it's worth more. Okay, it's worth more. It's worth so much more. It's worth everything I have in my wallet. How about that? How much? How much do you Let have? me check my wallet. I spread to God. Second <laughs> Security, get him. You know what? I'll finish it myself. And he like puts, <laughs> he like puts it in his head and just blows like blasts. Oh, my God. Well, that is the most exciting thing that happened to me all week on Antiques Roadshow. I'm not even that upset about it. Let's go to the next. Hello, everyone at home. Sorry for this. We're going to go to the next item. We have a couple more before our first commercial break. So up next here, um, sir, welcome to Antiques Roadshow. What do you have here? Mm-hmm. What could I get for a licorice whip? It hit my friends repeatedly in the deck. Oh, I see here. Let me investigate. This is a whip, in fact, made of licorice. It has chunks of orange flesh still connected to it. Little pieces of green hair, is it? What are you, sir? I've seen a lot come and go here at the Antiques Roadshow, but what are you? I don't think I've ever seen anything like you. Hmm? I've been Oompa Loompa. I escaped from Willy Wonka's factory shortly after that entire fiasco went down at the facility and OSHA stepped in. Yes, when all the children were hurt and that one girl was blown up like a blueberry and then they had the crusher. It was all over the news. Yeah, I crawled out through the the, the sewage system in the Chocolate River. Wow. Okay. And then you, this actually could be worth something. Is it actually Willy Wonka's whip? Oh, yes. He beat my friends in an inch of their life. Sometimes he even took out a knife. Wow. Okay. It's losing value the more you talk. So this belonged to famed candy maker who is now deemed crazy and living in a mental ward in some kind of hospital right now. Willy Wonka. Is that correct? Yep. 
and he'll get out. He always does. <laughs> yeah, I read a book where he got out and then he actually changed his name and then built a train and then launched a rocket into the air that caused an internal ice <laughs> age and then his train just went round and round and round. I've heard that story. <laughs> it's not a story. <laughs> well, very well. The best I can do for your licorice whip, um, let me let me crunch some numbers here, is about mm, five thousand dollars, I think, because we're still there's still some crazy fans out there. I think who would want to buy us, but believe in the chunks of your friends like connected to that licorice whip. Witness protection regretted, uh, rejected my request. I need more money. Is my behest. Well, I'm sorry, but that's just not going to happen. Here at Antiques Roadshow, we really don't deal in this kind of bullshit. Bull, I'm like looking over at the producer. Like this, he like jumps up and grabs your like your shirt and pulls it. Goes like, listen, (laughs) you think you think we all adopt funny games? No. Oh my god, I've been beaten into an inch. Okay, what do you need? And I'll praise it for that. What do you need? I need to get the fuck out of here, Willie. He's not. He's not in prison. That's just a lookalike. Do you know how many people look like Willie? He has clones. The candy. The candy pods, they were all clones. We weren't making everlasting gap stoppers. We were making everlasting willies. Oh my god, have you thought about writing a book about this? No. Here, um, here's a typewriter, and let's walk into this little room over here. <laughs> you can write a book in there. A typewriter? That'll take me forever. Let's smack him in I don't got to... Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alright, we're done with the last one. I cannot breathe. I'm running out of yeah, air. You're gonna die here at the Antiques Roadshow, just Please. like me. Okay. Somebody care. No, we're all dying here, slowly but surely. Now, seriously, though, there was a theory out there that Willy Wonka turned and made this train for Snowpiercer. And I, that, that was a, yeah, it's a real theory. Yeah, it's a real You gotta watch it. It's awesome. Is it based on anything? Or you like, he goes, they do. Did they say anything about who, I don't remember Snowpiercer as well anymore. Did they say, like, who caused the whole Snowpiercer thing? Was it suggested? or? I think it was suggested that it was him. That he sent the rocket off or whatever, and then he made the train, yeah. But there's a whole thing about it. There's a video out there. Watch it. It's awesome. It tells you that Willy Wonka is actually Snowpiercer guy. Because it's like the WW or it. It's awesome. I love it. Okay, okay. Last thing on the item here at Antiques Roadshow. Um, you, sir, what do you have? Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, this is a first edition book uh, from somebody I knew on Tatooine. Uh, very well. Uh, the book from outer space, from a different planet. That is very good. It is signed. It is first edition. Um, oh my God! What is the title of your book, sir? Uh, yeah, this is a first edition copy of Uncle Owen's Guide to Moisture Farming, and uh, it's signed by Uncle Owen, who is now deceased. But you understand that the problem with this book, sir, is that nobody else is going to need to know how to moisture farm unless they're on fucking Tatooine. Then, then sell on Tatooine. I don't get. I just need some money, dude. You know, not a lot of money in moisture farming. I don't know if you know this. Okay, so uh, Uncle Owen was a half brother to Dark Lord Vader, and blah blah blah. <laughs> um, yeah. How much is it worth? Yes. Hold on. I'm appraising. Let me calculate. Carry mm, the. Two. Did I read you the note inside? No. What does the note inside say, sir? It said, uh, "Dearest, dearest uh, Luke." Uh, I know one day that I know I missed your spelling bee last week, and I know that it was kind of not cool that I told you you couldn't get to the Starfleet. You can't. But also, I believe that you should want that dream, and I want it for you too. And this is getting really long for a book inscription, but I hope that 
tonight when you get home from finding the droids that you'll find two parents who love you and really want you <laughs> to have the best. And if that means pretending that you're going to be in the Starfleet, then then we'll do it. But but just here here's my life, and I want you to be a part of my life too, and that includes Moisture Farm. Love or go Owen. Was this a? <laughs> and then the date is like the exact date of like whenever day they get fucking like murdered and by by the Empire. Oh wow, that is a that's a note in the book, like a little side note in the cover there. Yeah, it's like a whole page. Wow, how big is this book on moisture farming? Oh, it's actually not long. There's not a lot to it because it just <laughs> it's like four pages. Yeah. <laughs> get moisture evaporator. Install moisture evaporator. Yeah. <laughs> Gain benefits. Yeah. Okay, repeat. <laughs> okay, sir. The best. Oh my God. With that note, that really brings up the value a lot. I'd say. Uh, what did this book retail for? Is there on its first edition? Has there only been how many of these books were even made? Uh, this it's first edition because he didn't actually publish it. He just wrote it. Like he just wrote it in, in like paper. And then that's why it's four pages. Lars, uh, I'm going. He, he wasn't. I mean, listen, he'd never even painted the ceiling in like 16 years. Like, uh-huh. no, his his dad, Lars, was still alive when they're there, the little like moon sand den. Right. I heard he really let the place go. He really yeah. let it go. He never did anything. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. There's a blue milk stain right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the the best I can do here for you now is probably about 675 on the first edition signed book. Honestly, that's more than I thought. Or actually, what's what's the price of our weird tier? <laughs> oh, it's like twelve thirty eight. Okay, the best I can do for the book is twelve thirty eight. That's an outstanding deal for what you're getting for the content inside this book. You're not going to get that kind of value anywhere else. Yeah, if if I go away, will you give me the money? Yes, here, take it. All right, thank you. Oh my God, can I go home now? Uh yeah, uh we do uh next week we're gonna have uh, a few more people. Um yeah, we have uh the Witcher's um underwear and also um few a few more surprises. So uh, Where's that son of a bitch's blaster? Go home and get refreshed and we'll be back next week, Gary. Burn in hell, Bill. <laughs> See you next week. All right. Well, that was another very interesting rabbit rumble, yeah. If you're still listening, uh, audience, like we appreciate it. Thank you for for sticking with us. Uh, sometimes it's great, and sometimes sometimes it's roleplay rapids, right? And then we're working out the kinks for roleplay rapids. All right, not everything can be Kool Aid guy, like I said, and we're D and D deathmatch. So deal with it, okay? It's just a dollar. Um, how dare you? Uh, listen, so go ahead if you're listening to our podcast on whatever channel, go ahead and rate us, give us. Give us five stars. Give us no, just five stars. I don't want less than that. Give us five stars. Leave us a review if your channel lets you do that. And then go to our social media, um, Instagram.com slash no one presents. Any channel slash no one presents. Go to our website, no one presents.com. And of course, check out that Patreon. It's only a dollar. It's just a dollar. It's just a dollar. How many times do I have to say that? I mean, it's just a dollar. We're getting desperate. And leave some comments, please. And you too can be immortalized like ME68 53 278. You too can be a part of our horrible role play. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Stop by. Okay.